Hello and welcome to Columboys, a rewatch podcast all about the rumpled, earth-toned, murderous world of Detective Columbo. I'm Mac, and with me as always is Ben. Hi, Ben. Hey, Mac. Hey, I got through that intro. Okay. Nice work. Now here comes the rest. Let's see how I do. All right. Uh, This episode, we watch Prescription Murder, the TV movie that served as a pilot for the Columbo series, which was the bedrock of the NBC mystery movie lineup. Now, I know what you're thinking, Ben. I do. I know what you're thinking. I'm very I'm reading your now. goddamn mind. No. No, I know what you're thinking. And why aren't we watching the 10th episode of the Chevy Mystery Show hosted by Walter Slezak entitled Enough Rope and starring Burt Freed as Lieutenant Colombo in the role that was adapted into a play and then adapted back into a teleplay that became Prescription Murder, the film we're watching today? That's the question that's on your mind, well, right? Well, it is now. Okay. Well, the answer is I have no idea how to find it. Uh, oh. Okay. So I looked through the first two pages of Google Results results and i could not find anything so i don't know what more uh, a person could possibly do we uh well i mean if you told me about this well as you're probably aware ben a uh, prescription murder was a broadway play uh, that closed when thomas mitchell perhaps best known as scarlett o'hara's father in gone with the wind uh, died suddenly it was adapted into a screenplay and the role was offered to uh bing crosby noted terrible father and singer who turned it down <laughs> reportedly because it would interfere with his uh, golfing that's golfing and child beating yes uh, the role was offered to uh, Lee J. Cobb, best known for his tremendous anger, having played the third in a twelve, uh, uh, the third of twelve in a series of Angry Men. And, uh, in twelve Angry Men, yep. uh, he turned it down due to scheduling issues. Uh, of course, we know that Peter Falk won the role in the end, beginning his portrayal of a beloved television icon spanning sixty-nine episodes and spanning three and a half decades, from nineteen sixty-eight to two thousand and three. What a stroke of luck that they landed on Peter. <laughs> it like, really is amazing when you think about like how terrible it would be if it was Bing Crosby. Oh, I mean, it would have been... It would have been no good. Well, it's just... I'm just thinking about that Bing Crosby smile. Yes. Like, that's what we would have gotten. Like a dash, of... like a dashing Columbo. Yeah, it's hard no. To, it's hard to picture. That wouldn't work. Well, I mean, the two guys who played him previously, I think, played him more as a standard detective okay um i think that peter falk obviously brought a lot to the role yeah um there's he's just naturally looks disheveled even in this probably his most buttoned down performance as the character but there are so many details that i don't know what i want to know about these things and obviously uh if you don't know me uh by the end of this you will understand that uh i'm not gonna stop talking about clothes yeah um that's the important part of uh, yeah. this podcast no but that's the thing is is i don't know how much of it is is on is on fog and how much of it is on uh like the costume design i imagine it's a, co- a, co- a collaboration right certainly well in the same way like uh have you read uh gene wilder's letter um uh, re- regarding uh willy wonka no uh, so he wrote a rather detailed letter, uh, basically saying uh, these to, are the things. To, that, who is he writing this to? Well, to costuming, I think actually. Okay. But it was just a. It was costuming, or perhaps the director. But it was just a. Uh, no, these are the changes that need to happen to this costume because here is the character, and here is what these things signify. And there were things like the hat should match the shoes, never the jacket, and just all of these very particular details that spoke to how carefully he kind of crafted a character. Right. And I really admired that, in addition to the fact that it's all about clothing. Um, but uh, but with Falk, like, th- just right away, there are, there are details for him that are so distinct and different. Like, right. like the first thing that I notice is th- he's only got the bottom button on his suit jacket buttoned. Right. 
and then like the tie is always hanging out. But he it's, also has he has the collar rolled down like a like a tuxedo. Right. So that it's like it's the uninterrupted collar to the button. Right. Well, so it almost a, looks intentional. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. This is so like normally he you would be buttoning uh, and, and even that jacket is cut for it where right. you would be buttoning the next one up and and his pants were high enough that like you'd have the unbroken yeah, fabric okay. and it uh, right. cut off the, a little and, bit of the tie and then yeah. also hide the and the everyone waist. else like is you know wearing 60 sh- suits with like those narrow lapels and kind of the whole night but like but but they have that more constructive look and his is like intentionally disheveled intentionally kind of in this sort of off just a little mm-hmm. you know to to and and that seems to be like consistent like it fits with his character where it's right. like the whole idea is that he's a little rumpled he's a little disheveled he's a little off well that places him at odds with everyone else in this because in this in this movie at least mm-hmm. um which uh we should point out was not intended to be a pilot this was not it was them. just a standalone it was just a standalone it was a very popular broadway play um that uh, as i said closed because the star of it had died uh apparently suddenly Right, um, and so they decided. and so they decided that they would the play closed down, and the two writers decided to adapt their teleplay for the screen, um, and okay. it ended up being this uh, television movie. And then the, they uh, were like, "That was good. Let's make another one." They made another one, and then they were like, "Well, let's just keep it rolling." And that's be- became and that's, the series. So okay. the the one we're going to watch next time is actually the second is the real pilot. Right. This was a mo- This was a movie. The second one was a pilot for a series, okay. and then there's the rest of the series. Okay, and so uh, the rest of the series are they the same like length as this film? Yes, they're all feature length. Okay, um, they were the they were shown as a as specials on NBC during the NBC Mystery Movie, um, which was a series that included uh, McLeod, mm-hmm. McMillan and Wife. Other shows that so no one has no one heard knows. of. Macmillan and Wife, I've heard of, yes, but I I've can't remember. Heard ever of McLeod. Okay. Um, most of my experience with that is from references in Mystery Science Theater. If I'm completely honest. Sure. But um, you well, know, they, I, they, I, I think that's where most of us get those references <laughs> of, our, of so this generation. Yeah, yeah. Of certain nerds, <laughs> nerds of a certain age. Um, but uh, yeah. So so every month, because it was on a rotating thing of four shows, so every month there would be a Columbo like once a month. Right. Well, so. Do you know, uh, you probably don't, but do you, was it always like the same week of the month? I or? have no idea. Uh, yeah. I w- if it's a rotating four, would it would that be it would that be, it, right. it would stagger. So you might yeah. get to a month even. Uh, that's, that's a sounds, good month. I was going to say, that's, that's I would be month. really excited for that month. But, the, but uh, they only or did I like... living in that time and But they only did Columbus. six episodes a season. Okay, So, sure. you know, you get four shows, six episodes, you got 24 weeks right. worth of content. You know, that's a... The half a year that's yeah. that's a decent amount well now i'm really curious to see the the next one just because knowing that this was adapted from a play right um it's and you can tell too it's very talky it's it's very exposition heavy yes. by dialogue there's very little that happens that someone doesn't talk about really the murder is the only thing that happens where you're you're, where it's you're paying attention screen. to the yeah. to like the things that are happening yeah everything or, else is just it's in the. It's a battlefield of the mind. Right. It's Columbo trying to get in the head of of the um, psychiatrist. Yeah. I guess we Dr. should probably. Ray. Yeah, we yeah, might want to just let's just do like a quick synopsis. Yeah. So, um, a psychiatrist is is having an affair 
and he wants to murder his wife. His wife his, of 10 years. His wife of 10 years. It's their 10-year anniversary, mm-hmm. and he murders her the day after. Right. Well, hold on. Let's let's <laughs> be clear. Like, to set up what a shitbag he is. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of their 10-year anniversary party, right. he takes a phone call, <laughs> lies to his wife, and says it's work, right. and then fucks off to go... Uh, fuck his mistress right yeah right exactly. and talk about how they plan to murder his wife yes so uh that his, exposition his plan before. so this is uh, a case of a premeditated murder um mm. often in colombo you know they, they kind of vary so sometimes right. it'll be a premeditated sometimes it'll be spur of the moment what's you say but it's always murder right it's always murder okay great um i mean that's terrible but also it, initially it's you it, it there might be a case where the person comes in um, and 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 for the first part, they think it's a kidnapping or something like that. Okay. It. I mean, I I don't have a photographic memory of all of Colombo, but we're I not. Would say, we're not all Colombo. I would exactly. I mean, I would say ninety percent of the time, you know, ninety nine percent of the time, it's we're talking about a murder. Sure. Um. So his plan is to murder his wife. He uh, strangles her and then concocts a scenario where his mistress pretends to be his wife uh he flies to acapulco makes it look like his like his wife went back home right. after she'd already right. died they get in a pretend fight right. on the plane and she deplanes before they take off right and then... to establish that she was alive and the, before he left right. the country and, and then, then when he, he was comes out of the back... country when she was murdered right. and right none of this would hold up in a modern era at all no like, um you, you gotta... couldn't get on a plane with uh, you could get on a plane identification. without identification, so sure. that that busts it up. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It like he, go, he goes somewhere where and, yeah. it, where there's no contact, like cell phones kind of fuck everything up. Uh, right. I mean that that, but that's every single plot. No, it, sure. Before cell that's, phones existed. Right. No, you don't under, you, you don't understand. I'm so excited <laughs> about this as as a as a playground, like yeah. sort of '60s era like murder mysteries. Like it's just really thrilling because it's like all of these different, yeah. uh, you know, like the rules are so different because, right? Because you have ID now, you have yeah. like instant access to technology, and and so yeah, yeah. Anyway, often, often so. In these cases, um, the the if you're not familiar with Columbo, the the basic premise is that um, you spend a lot of time with the murderer, um, and in their world, scene building, uh, world building, um, and then Columbo comes in right. as in in later. In uh, this one, he doesn't come in until the 32 minute mark. Was it 32? Yeah, I knew of, it was after 30. Of like 130 right. minutes so uh, of runtime. So it's a good solid half hour plus where yeah, we're you talking are just... At, at least like the third commercial break before yeah. Columbo shows up. Like, Which I really, I'm really fascinated by as a structure. Yeah, and like, that's all of them. And He's not in the beginning of so, any of them. Well, that's not, again, that's not there true. Are exceptions there are to exceptions the rule. to the rule. But generally, um, it's a... a uh, the thing the story progresses without Columbo, and then Columbo shows up as a police detective, like you would expect a police detective to show up after a crime has been committed. Of course. So like, there's no reason to, to like go check in on Columbo before the murder is committed because because why no do you one, care? Right. Who cares? Because he would not be on the case. He's not at that in the point. case, and right. he's not involved. And so it's interesting to me because I like. So do you know? How much do you know about the play that this first one was based on? Not a ton. Okay. Not I was just curious if the play actually laid it out in the same way where they kind of front load you with the murderer and then I believe, bring I in think, the... Yes, I, I okay. think so. I mean, uh, I know from a reading about the uh, the Chevy hour 
Oh, um, sure, sure. The, the yeah. thing that that is the, the case. Chevy murder hour. The Chevy murder hour. Yeah. Chevy mystery <laughs> hour, I believe. <laughs> I wrote it down. Um, uh, yeah, I believe that that is the case, that it starts with the murder. And then, and I think that's what was intriguing to people because mm. it's really, I think it's set up to be more of a case study of the murderer right. than necessarily. Like, you could. You could make a case that these are more starring vehicles for the guest stars, which I'm sure was very enticing to guest stars because they have to come in and do this like you know virtuoso performance, and they're and they're right. like the guest star is in all the of entire it, thing, the entire thing like more so than Columbo ever is. And, yes, and for he sure. Is, quite literally, he's there as a foil for their performance. Yeah, and this is this is um, not the case in everyone, but. Uh, you don't really see Columbo out on his own doing things separate right. to the case, um, which you do see a little bit in, in some of the other things. But in this one, he the only time you see Columbo is when he's questioning somebody. Right, is when he's there to badger somebody, right. whether whether it is the doctor or his mistress, mistress slash patient. Yeah. Yes, it's also his patient. So right. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. I he's mean, he's a, a murderer, so it's like, you know, it's like... Yeah. There are there are levels of whatever, right. but uh, you know oaths to not do harm to whatever. <laughs> Fuck all that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So in these, the the there's always sort of a fatal flaw mm-hmm. that that undoes the person. I wouldn't say that in this case there necessarily is. There's a lot of little stuff. Yeah. So it's not. It's it's tough because it's not like a glaring like oh this is definitely his fatal flaw. And right. I can see how as the show would develop that you would kind of make those a little more iconic yeah. because they're clearly things that people enjoyed. Yeah. In this case, I think it's just his his arrogance and kind of egotism yes. um, would yeah. be the fatal flaw if you call it anything. There's, like, a, there's a line that was in the play and in the original script, but I think was cut from this version. I was, I was looking at IMDb at the trivia and okay. there's a line where Columbo says, you made one mistake, uh, you trusted a woman like he is kind of a little sexist Ooh. and they cut it out of the bro- I think they cut it out of a subsequent broadcast because people were like that's fucked up yeah <laughs> I agree that's um, a little creepy yeah it's not great like but I uh, I here's the thing like my, in my brain I go oh I could see how 60s logic would would yeah. think that is somehow a compliment yeah but it, also like it's still gross it's gross I mean ultimately you know to talk about it ultimately it is this woman that undoes him oh absolutely um but not necessarily because she cracks but because no. she realizes that like that he is using her as much as her. he just used yeah. his wife exactly right. that no he, absolutely that he's a yeah. psych that he is a psychopath and he really only cares about himself right yeah yeah which is which is nice because to be honest like i i completely found myself a little lured by Columbo's framing at that point in the like you know, at towards the end, where it's like, oh, she overdosed, she died, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. But it clearly was so to draw, yeah, to draw out the villain, he um, stages a thing where this woman has killed herself. She she overdosed on painkillers and jumped Drowned. into the pool, right? Um, but and then he he convinces the guy. He says, well, you know, you kill you killed her as much as I did, but because he said he's implying that he badgered her so much that she that freaked she, out and right. committed suicide. That like her mental state, and there's also an implication there, which is very sixties, yeah. of like, well, she was seeing a psychiatrist, right. so she was already she was maybe not the unstable. most stable, yes. right? Um, and he says, you did this as much as I did by in by involving her in this murder, an unstable person, 
you know, you, you know, led to the situation where now she's dead and, right. and says like, you know, you love this woman and now you've got nothing. And, yeah. and the, uh, the killer, the doctor, yeah, Dr. Dr. Ray. Ray. I, I always I forget remember. his last Dr. name. Ray. I remember Ray and Dr. I like Ray. to call him Dr. Ray. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dr. Ray. Um, he basically just says, I didn't care about her. I would have figured out a way to get her out of the picture. Right. Well, there's a point where, like, when Columbo is, is just like, well, you know, you would have had to marry her. Yeah. And he's you like, know, insinuating, like, and he's like, no, nah, there would have been a way to get rid of her. Yeah. Maybe an right. accident. Like, and he then, basically yeah, says, says, like, yeah, maybe I would have killed her. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. You can't prove it. Yeah. Uh, but twist. She's not dead. She's not dead. It was, a, they had a different woman dressed in her bathing suit, and they fake drowned her. And uh, then the woman comes out and is like, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to make a statement now, yep. Mr. Columbo. Like, oh, he said there was something I needed to hear. Yep. It's very good. So um, it's, it's very good. And it's a good twist. And, and it's really, it's a really lovely cap to sort of the hour he spends haranguing Dr. Ray. Right. And yeah. It's... They, they do a thing in this, I think because they didn't know that there would be the rest of the series mm -hmm. but because he's dealing with the psychiatrist the the guy just essentially breaks down colombo's method which is very useful because we can use it to break it down in in this first episode right uh colombo is um always pretending like he doesn't know what happened right um i mean he doesn't always like he doesn't always know from the moment exactly how it happened no but i think the thing about colombo is that Generally, in the first scene he's in, he knows who who is responsible. Right. Um, he figures it out by the time he talk by he yeah. already by the time he like interviews them. Right. And like as an example, in in, in this, uh, the the uh, doctor comes home from Mexico, right, and walks into his apartment, and the the glass the sliding glass door that's been shattered. You right. know, there's which, a there's right. a tape there's outline a tape, on the floor. tape outline of his wife's corpse right and he just strolls in and doesn't say a word and is very silent and standing around in it and then colombo just strolls out of his fucking bedroom because right. he's been waiting for him to come home yeah and and later he's talking to a doctor friend mm -hmm. and he says you know it's funny th th this is the oh, thing he's that talking to the friend to the, yeah, to, his, to his, the doctor's the action no he's talking to the is it, or is his friend who is an attorney yes I think. his friend is an attorney right. um but he's talking to him and he says uh, this is a very common device that Columbo will do. Well, he'll just say, you know, it's funny. I, when I get home after a long trip, when I'm in the door, first thing I do is I call out to my wife. Mm -hmm. But this doctor, he gets home, he walks in the door, he doesn't say anything. It's and the, funny and how people are it's different. It's funny right? how people are different. And the lawyer says, what are you insinuating, Columbo? And he's like, I'm not, I'm not insinuating anything. I'm just, yeah. just making an observation. Yep. And that's, that is Columbo. Right. That is him, like... Throughout this, he will present an accusation yeah. or present a piece of evidence as though it doesn't matter. Right. That's his thing is he'll always just throw it out there like, I don't know. This is weird. This is a weird thing. So anyway, I was just thinking like, why would the person steal her gloves but not the dress? Like, that's right. weird. That's Because there's a that missing the missing dress as part of this. The the dress she was wearing on the plane right. is can't be found. Um, well, but, I, it's but, very... It's very much like he's kind of chumming the waters for guilt. Yes. Like, and it's it's really marvelous to see him do this and well, just kind of sprinkle he, it I mean, out a little bit at a time. He's just poking. Like yeah. that's that's entirely his thing. Is he's just poking the person yeah. and seeing how they react. Well, and one of my favorite things that I I mean is is just a staple of how he behaves is the like 
my memory's not that great. And he'll make the examples of like, my wife says I should have like, you know, like yes. a, a ribbon on each finger, you know, and right. like he crazy talks about stuff his, like this. his wife constantly, which is, uh, I have to ask, yes, does he actually have a wife? Um, I mean, let's let's it, not count let's well, not okay. count the spin-off we do series. Not, we, okay, played. first of all, we're not going to count uh, Mrs. Colombo as played by Kate Mulgrew, um, who Which I really want to see. I understand it's. They, probably I have not an great, episode of it. We but... can watch. Um, we'll get there. Special. That's a special. <laughs> right, that's sure. a special episode. Sure. Um, but uh, his his wife is never seen, but referenced Constantly. enough and obli- and and by other people to the point where. It's clear he has a wife, but she's okay. never seen. Um, okay. It's the that... same way that Columbo doesn't have a first name. Right. He's, he's presumed just... to have a first name but because he's a human it. being. Right. But he does not have a first name. But it's just Detective of. Columbo. Just Detective Columbo. He's only ever called Columbo or de- or Lieutenant or Detective. Or, right. Like, he is never referred to by the first name. Yeah. Because in my head, I immediately was like, oh, I wonder if he has a wife. Yeah. Or if it's just part of his... Well... Like, it, it definitely is part of his patter yes. to just make up crazy shit when he is... I mean, is, as far as when he is like, what his wife is like, there's absolutely yeah. no way to know. There's there's right. no way to know what his wife is actually like. Um, there, According to an episode I, I recently watched, um, I guess his wife is a bit of a partier, a bit of a carouser. Uh, there's a oh. reference he makes in one episode that, it, that he likes... He likes a bigger girl, like he refers to somebody huh. as being like a slight girl, and he likes like a bigger woman. So you know, we can make some we can make some inferences and assumptions right. about well, see, Mrs. And Columbo. that's what I wonder is how much of that is him just kind of preying on people's psychology versus actually giving them any information about his wife. I, I mean, I mean, I think he's probably. I think it's probably some of both. I, I think that there is certain amount of truth. In some of the cases that I um, am referring to, he's not talking to the victim. He's just right. talking he's to just people. Talking to somebody. So right. uh, he wouldn't necessarily have a reason to mislead them. Um, I don't think. I don't think he's like a psychopath. No, I didn't like, mean I, it like that. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Like, no. but I don't think. I don't think that he's like, con- uh, like, a, like he's just constantly lying to people about stuff. Um, no, and that was not my intent. Right. I just. I was just curious about the wife thing. If it was just like. It, yeah. If it was a thing that ever actually came up, you know, in, in the know thing, of. or if it was just, uh, he's always going to refer to her and we will never see her. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't show up. She's a, she's Maris. She's, uh, uh, the other person from Cheers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yes, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She does not, she does not appear in the series. Uh, there is, yes. As we talked about Mrs. Columbo. Yeah. It's a spinoff show created by different people. And does right. not have any bearing bearing on, on yeah, Columbo yeah. itself. Yeah. No, there was just a part of me that really wanted to sort of have this headcanon that he was, you know, didn't actually have a wife and was He definitely yeah, he yeah. definitely does. But but that's just me. But he doesn't wear a wedding ring, which is interesting. Right. And that was the other thing that I wondered about was if it was meant to be something else because he didn't have a wedding ring and they are they're pretty detailed oriented in these Shows. I think it just might be like even in the um in like when they're doing the framing post murder, like there is a point where uh where Doctor Ray like leaves his 
his pocket squares handkerchief on the phone that right. he's given to and then they make a point of like pointing it out, out. like oh here's going to be the missing link but and then, then he, he grabs it and grabs leaves. it right which yeah. i really i really actually like yeah as a no it was good because because you noticed immediately you're like mm. aha he left the pocket square i was like i wonder if that I actually bet. and i was like i think that was just a continuity error but it wasn't it was no, them it was intentionally yeah, doing yeah. This thing. they were doing the misdirect and then like nope we're not going to do that kind of thing yeah and i really kind of appreciate that it sort of hammers home that the show is really about colombo getting into somebody's head yeah more than it is about like oh well it's just this piece of evidence yeah i mean there are definitely ones that are it, that where there's like they slipped up in some minuscule way right but a lot yes it's a lot of him uh psychologically messing with people yeah which is sure. really delightful i enjoy it tremendously i mean there is a caveat to that and i will say that at least in this one when he goes after um i i should have written i'm terrible with names and i only remember dr ray because i can't remember sure. his last name i can pull up the imdb but you go ahead yeah uh well just uh where he goes to um the uh the sound stages the to, you know like back you know uh back lots uh, sure. in hollywood uh which is hilarious for all the ridiculous costumes that are matched together um joan hudson is the is the joan hudson is the so, mistress so when he is grilling joan he is really fierce yes. at the end of it. Which like, is, uh, I think, got to be from the play, you yeah. know, a holdover. Like, that's that's a dramatic scene. Yeah, no, that's, absolutely. That's like your, you know, your in act. The, my, my guess is in the play that that would be one of those points. Like, I, I, I would be, I would not be surprised to hear that that is meant to be like her crack moment in right. the play. Rather than then going to another scene and staging more, it, not to say I'm, again I haven't looked. It's at the possible. Play, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much it was adapted, but but yeah, like that one. That it's stood definitely out. when he gets through to her. Like yeah. Whether or not, like whether she receives the information at that moment or later, kind of right. it it dawns on her that she needs to cooperate. But that's the point. But that where, is yeah, the yeah. point where where he he breaks. But her. yeah, just which is this... unusual because that's not that is not a thing that continues. The, you mean the like having an accomplice and leaning well, on the accomplice? Yeah, the, the, he really doesn't go hard in the paint uh, in that way until yeah. he until he is like until he is like, like ready to put handcuffs on the person. He generally doesn't go mm. that hard at anyone related uh, to the crime. Yeah, and, and I, usually and, they're one person deals. And occasionally it, they're multiple person, but usually they're one person. Deals. Yeah, and it definitely felt like just slightly out of sort of character. Yes, you know, and I would say I not, would say not so. in a like not in a like really like glaringly like you've just ruined this whole character's art because no. you don't. But just in a like, oh, that's a little more than I was expecting. He's him very to. he's very passionate in a way that I think the previous, uh, you know, hour and and fifteen don't really right that have him. They don't really set him up to no. be that way, and then he is kind of unexpected. But it's good. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. Like no, it, it, it shows it, you the range of Peter Falk and like right. how how controlled he was in that character. That that you know he can bring bring that out. Right. And uh, in a way, it's almost kind of a shame that they didn't go more towards that because it's incredibly good. Yeah. It's no. incredibly compelling. Right. It's but a it's, good scene. It's just not what Columbo turned out to be. Right. And and it's nice. Again, it's one of those like it's only slightly out of that push. 
you know, but it was enough that it kind of went, oh, huh. But it's still a good scene. Like, yes. I don't mean it like it's a bad scene for it. Yeah. Um, because I, he sets he sets out to break her in. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That is completely where he's headed for with that whole thing. Yeah. It's just kind of like needle, needle, needle. And then when he needs to, he just cracks the facade. Yeah. Um, can I take a moment and just say okay. I really appreciate that... Uh, murders in 60s television are bloodless yes um it's completely i mean it's it's not i wouldn't say it's completely ungraphic because oh no no no, no. it definitely involves it's uh, like putting the hands on the on the neck and yes, like it's still intense sure. but it's like the fact intense. that it is not like yes blood gory did, blood did not exist in colombo there no. are a couple things that happen where someone bleeds but it's very little and it's for very specific, specific reasons right generally like you can shoot a person and drag their body across a rug and not leave a giant blood trail which is impossible but you know that that's that's the way that the that tv was at the time like you couldn't just show i mean maybe a giant pool of blood in fairness maybe it was a really good undershirt and it was just soaking up all (laughs) of the blood possible (laughs) i mean there were a lot of very absorbent fabrics in the 1970s polyester uh yeah i was was thinking maybe they had like shag carpeting on right well yeah well everything's scotch guarded right that's true that's why the blood didn't stay it's actually just pooling in the jacket oh Mm. you're welcome Mm. Um, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, th- this is very atypical from a Columbo uh, perspective, but I think it's great. And it clearly shows well, did... shows the character. I think I think the thing about it is that the character of Columbo is established very clearly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is for it being atypical. And, and, and let me be clear, I... I know of Columbo and I have watched bits of it before. Like my clearest memory of Columbo is probably watching. Uh, I think there's an episode where Johnny Cash. Yes, there definitely yes. is. Yes, and uh, I remember. Season, I just watched it. I I remember <laughs> watching that with my grandmother. Yeah, who uh, really quite adored his music. Mm. Um, and uh, but that's like it. Like it's that or like flipping through and being like oh hey it's colombo i'll watch this snippet of but like yeah, i do not I was, have a solid when they were still showing colombo i was very young and it was not interesting to me because i was too young to understand what it was doing right um it just seemed like a lot of talking and there wasn't really any action to speak of right so it wasn't that interesting yeah it's a little more cerebral than yeah because yeah. it, it is it is essentially a mind game that right. he's playing so when you're a kid, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, people talking and it's vaguely interesting as much as anything on TV was interesting when you're a kid because you'll just right. watch anything. But it never like sprung to by the time like I started get interesting in that interested in that stuff, I would come home and watch Matlock and Perry Mason every day. That's the kind of kid I was like right. in high school. We're learning a lot about uh, you. Yeah. And um, but uh, at that time, Columbo was still going, still had specials, but it wasn't this like right. massive thing that it was in the in the 60s right. and 70s. So, yeah, uh, and that's the thing that I think is funny is even though you say this is atypical, like it, it still feels so extremely Columbo the, yeah. from the moment that Peter Falk shows up on screen. Absolutely. And, I, I, and so much of that, I think, speaks to kind of the power of his performance. Yeah, and, I think he knew the moment, the moment like he got the script and like, in rehearsals and like he figured out who he wanted the character to be and he did it oh yeah like it was he just understood it 
and he just did it. Yeah, I mean, because because right from that moment, I mean, uh, and 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 I know already, even though we haven't, you know, touched <laughs> yes. another one that, uh, like the raincoat that he wears changes. This one is not the one that is like the iconic raincoat. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's similar. But it right. Well, well, that's the thing is, is like, but even though that changes and kind of yeah, then is locked into a thing like the sort of uniform and feel of Columbo yeah. is so clearly established already that, I mean, to me, that's breathtaking. That, yeah. Like this is a thing that is adapted from a play from whatever and, you know, went on to, yeah. and, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to know. And I guess this is the case that his performance is a big reason why they were like, Hey, maybe we should do more of these. Oh, I, I, I mean, it has to be. He's yeah. the only thing that continues forward. Well, so sure. it's different yeah. writer, like it's you know different producers. It's oh, like it's everything a, it's changed. A completely different. Okay. The, the next uh, thing is written by a different person, um, and uh, it's just it's. Well, the, I gotta... He's he's the thing that continues forward. So it was always. I think it was very clear from the. I think I think that the actual the Chevy mystery era. I think that even that, mm-hmm. like they were clear, like this is the thing from this, this that is going to be hour like... long thing, which it was an hour long. It was live, yeah. What? what? Because it was when TV was live. Everything okay. was live. You didn't do uh, pre record. Couldn't do pre record because that wasn't a thing. Um, huh. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, like the Honeymooners and, right, and right, many right. things were yeah, performed. Yeah. I mean, you could technically do it, but they didn't because they didn't think of it. They were right. just like, well, t- we'll just television TV. was like a play. Right. Like, it's like, okay, well, we'll put on a play. Why would someone tune in to watch a play that happened earlier? That right. doesn't make that any sense. That already happened. What like, would be the point of recording it earlier? Let's just do it in the moment. Right. And it's like, well, isn't that what you do with film? <laughs> like, nah, it doesn't make any no. sense. No, that's not television, though. That's not television. Yeah. That's a different thing. Well, what a, I mean, I got to say, what a windfall that, that on top of his performance, like the general kind of structure yep. is a thing that they adhered to. Because, like, even though it's this cerebral thing, at the same time, that, for that introduction to the villain and getting to see inside their mind and also just getting to see the murder, it's like, oh, all, all the normal stuff you're used to in a mystery murder is just off the table, off yeah. the plate. Like, so even people who are kind of dullards, pardon, right. pardon my expression, uh, you know, like yeah. could get into this because it's like, there's no mystery yes. to speak of. Like you already know how it happened. It's, it's true. You just get to watch him needle somebody until they fall apart or their story collapses because they can't keep it together when he keeps coming at them from left field. Yeah. I, I think, I think that, um, the advantage that it has is that the, the interest that you have is not in unlocking this mystery that has more information than you have, because that's like a good, a good thing. Like I love Agatha Christie because she gives you everything. Right. And doesn't, and generally doesn't go at the last minute. Oh, the Butler did it. Cause he was secretly the son of the, of the right. Lord Which of the like, manor. And it's like, Oh, well how the fuck was I supposed to know? Right. That? It's like, no, that's not. Yeah. Well, I mean that um, honestly, that kind of feels yeah. like what, happened with the whole with the sherlock show yes absolutely is that it's very much like huh y'all are fucking morons also we didn't tell you this important bit yeah there's also this additional thing that that the characters knew that they didn't tell you because so you had no way of knowing (laughs) so fuck you it's not really a murder mystery it's just you feeling like an idiot while sherlock shows off absolutely and this is not that you know who did it you know how they did it you know why they did it and you know how they covered it up 
and it's uh, and it's up to the detective to come in and clear it up which is to me much more interesting than poirot and his his friend go to this house in france <laughs> and then they're like you know in bed and they hear a scream and a clattering right. and they run into the room and the lord of the manor is dead right and they're like Oh, and then it proceeds. Right. I must find the killer because I am Belgian, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and that's every Poirot, which I love, and I love them, but it's a very different type of thing. Sure. Um, and, okay. And now, when you're but, adapting, but it in to fairness, te- now I kind of want to see that. Okay. I I mean they, they're good, but it's right. it's it's a um. But it's more of a classic murder mystery. It's more of a classic murder mystery. Um, and this is a different thing. I think I'm just restating the same thing over and over again, but. That's but right. I, I really enjoy, I really enjoy I this it, particular. I think it's fair to be excited and enthused <laughs> about the fact that Columbo is. I sort certainly of this hope so. That's spin. the entire premise yeah. of this of this podcast. So oh, I hope well. it's fair to be enthused. Well, about Well, you're it. done fucked up. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that's the thing is is like watching it gets me really excited. Like I mean enough where I'm like, okay, I want to see. I want to watch another one now. Yeah. I mean we can't. Um, no. But uh, we're not going to. Yeah. Um, but like, but it is a really, it is a really fun show, even you know, five decades on. Yeah, I guess. and it, and it, and it, my it God, holds up half a century. Yes, absolutely. Nineteen sixty-eight. Oh yeah, Al- almost on nose. Yep. All right. So the next one that we're gonna watch is Ransom for a Dead Man, which was uh, in nineteen seventy-one. So they took Ooh. there's some time off in yeah. between the two. Well, that I mean that scans. Well, okay. So let me ask you yeah. this. So how long between the next one and then the one that came after it? Uh, same year. Same year. Okay. Same year. So by the um, time they got to that, they were like, "We're gonna make a lot more of these." Yes. And by a lot, I mean what was it like four to six a season, something like that. So uh, this particular season was seven. Okay. Not including the pilot, um, so eight, eight technically in the first season, second okay. season, uh, the same, and then it kind of did eight for a while, and then it tapered off, and they did they less did and fewer less as he got a little as older. he got older, and he couldn't do as many, and then it kind of became a series of specials leading up to the final one in two thousand three, okay. and there, there, I think there's like ten years between the one before it. And, and his last, and his final. Okay, one. so ninety three, and then two thousand three, something like wow. that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to look, which I could do because I'm looking at it right now. Well, um, yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm oh no. Just so, I, so yeah. the last season, this is what it was. The last season of five episodes ranges from May eighth, nineteen fifty five, and then they did like one every couple years until two thousand three. So it's eight oh. years, but five movies. Okay. Time period. So it's okay. very, very slow. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Peter Falk, towards the end of his life, was had dementia. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's a little sad. But he did. Uh, he left us a legacy of Columbos. I'm really looking forward to cracking into them. Me too. And uh, I hope you'll join us next time. Uh, th- this is a bad way to wrap it up. Let me do it again. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to it, Ben. <laughs> Good, Mac. I should have written an outro. I wrote a lot of an intro. I well, should have written Well, we thought about outro. a lot of that. So That's true. Maybe next time we'll have an next outro. Next time we'll do an outro. But until then. Yeah, thanks for listening. This has been Columboys. I am Mac. I am Ben. And, uh, oh, just one more thing. What? Have a great day. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Columboys is hosted by Mac Johnson and Ben Swallow. You can follow them on Twitter at MacJ and at Dandy Geek. The Columboys theme is by Seth Boyer. For more information about this and other great Waffle Media projects, you can go to waffle.media. 
Thanks for listening. Welcome to Columboys. We blah boop ah foot ha false start. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Columboys. The whoa Columboys is hard to like in the middle Wrap of a, in the middle of yeah. actual words. All right. Hello and welcome to Columboys. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. Here we go. <laughs> mm. Columboys. Columboys.